Hi, I'm Matt Hampton. I'm a working writer in Charleston, South Carolina, and this is Confessions of a Working Writer with me, Matt Hampton. How's everybody doing? So, when we talk about pursuing dreams, about working, right? About those little things that make all the difference about pushing through and, and learning to, to work a little bit, we start talking about work philosophy. And, and that's something that's been on my mind this week is work philosophy. So to give you a little, little background, last week I was just, I fought one hell of a head cold, man. I mean, I had a day where I almost didn't do any work at all and where at best I was kind of treading water for a while. Um, I mean, it was bad. It was just, you know, if you've had a quality head cold, you know, they're hard to, they're hard to work through. It's hard to think. It's hard to tell what's going on. You kind of find yourself almost feeling like you're drowning, even though you know you're in bed and you want to stay in bed. I mean, let's be honest. It was hard for me to read a book. It really was. But lately, I've, I've, I know I'm about to do an entrepreneur thing. And, and so if you want to complain, then, you know, write an email. Um, lately I've been embracing or at least experimenting with some of the philosophies behind stoicism, right? And, and not in the sense of like, oh, if you're stoic, you're wonderful. And it's the magic key to the happiest life ever. Because anytime someone tries to sell me on a philosophy like that, I become naturally skeptical. But I do believe that you study philosophies and you find the pieces of them that work for you and you apply those in your life, Right. So, for example, I notoriously don't like affirmations. Now, now, let me clear this up. I don't like affirmations. And, and specifically, I don't like them in accordance with me. And no, I don't believe they're universally effective because the reality is they're not. Let me explain why. I'm a clinical depressive. Right? So, so I mean, frankly, on the days when I'm really battling my depression, like, guys, an affirmation is the equivalent of shooting a BB at a moving freight train. Like, I mean, I might hear the ping of it on the front, but I'm very quickly going to mow down the gunfire. So that's kind of the, the deal. That's why I don't believe in affirmations, right? If they work for you, great. Who gives a shit what I have to say about it? And seriously, like if affirmations work for you, ignore all my hatred of them. And I don't even know if it's fully hatred, but ignore it. If manifesting your intention gets you through the night, great. Go do it. I know I've heard a little bit last week because I, I did say, oh, manifesting my intention. Because I don't find it ever works for me. But if it works for you, then then you do what gets you through the night, right? And for me, that's some elements of stoicism. There's others I'm a little skeptical of. But I'm really focused on this idea of what's in my control and what's not in my control, right? What, what do I have control over and what don't I have control over? So I've been doing some exercises with this kind of prescribed exercises from, from stoic philosophers and, and teachers and whatnot. And again, like I said, some of them, I'm like, wow, this is really great. And other ones I'm like, I'm not buying it. It's kind of the way it is for all of us. Right? So, so I think about what I can control and what I can't control. Right? And I guess that's why I don't love affirmations. And, and I guess that's why I don't love manifesting my intention. Because I feel like it's trying to, for me, again, personal, whatever you think, that's fine. Uh, personally, for me, it always feels like, and maybe this is what I bring to it, 
like I'm trying to tell myself a lie about the stuff I can't control instead of just outwardly saying I can't control it, right? I'm trying to say, oh, if I were more positive and this was wonderful and everything was going my way, then this would be great. And, and you know, I'll just be more positive and then things will shift. Instead of saying, guys, I have no earthly control over this thing that's going to happen. I'm going to write a novel and I have no way of knowing if it'll sell or not. All I can do is put my best gifts to my use and try to write this novel. I can get the editors that can help me. I can do everything right. And it theoretically could still fail because ultimately I can't control its success. I think we as, as a people forget that. And I know writers and artists do all the damn time. Like we forget that no matter what I do, I can't control the outcome of what I'm making. I could write a poem that I think is awesome and then read it to 40 people who think it sucks. And then the next night I could read it to 40 people who think it's the greatest thing ever written. Then I could give it to my girlfriend who thinks it's terrible but won't tell me. So she gives me that kind of smile where she says, oh yeah, no, it's good. And, and then I hand it over to my worst enemies, like, shit, you actually have some talent. Like, there's no way to control the effort, right? What people think about art and writing, it's super subjective. So, God, if you're a creative, worrying about what people think about what you do or the outcome of what you do, like, I wrote this novel and it didn't sell, you have so, you have no control over that. That's why I don't put a ton of stock into affirmations and into, you know, manifesting my intention because ultimately it's about working, right? Look, if you write one novel, it may or may not sell. If you write five novels, one of them may or may not sell, but you put five fucking novels out into the world. And more importantly, it should be a hell of a lot more important that, that you put something into the world. Again, just my opinion here. But if you're going to spend all the years it takes to write, unless you're just writing tripe, if you're putting all the time it takes to develop thought and story and to really live and fight and work this, you know, and, and you're just doing it for a payday, shit, man, there are a lot better ways to make money. I was an insurance agent. It's a great way to make money if you can make it work. It's a damn sight less effort comparatively too, trust me. Yeah, I don't write because uh, I, 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 you know, I want to make some money. I write because it's like a heroin habit. Like I'm addicted to this. Luckily, I love it, and it's an addiction that we all see as positive. But good God, man, let's not pretend anything else. It's an addiction. So yeah, so I'm, I'm digging through stoicism. I'm reading up on the stuff. I'm, I'm picking arguments with philosophers who've been dead for over 2,000 years. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, right? It's just digging through. As you're listening to me right now, maybe you think I make sense. Maybe you think I make no sense. Congratulations, you're doing the exact same thing I'm doing with the Stoics. But there's something in it that I like because it, it forces me to ignore the like external ideas that I have no control over. Like, oh, this novel's going to be great. Oh, I'm going to make the greatest podcast ever. Oh, this is going to be phenomenal. Watch, this is going to be because I can't control any of that. The, the ultimate outcomes of that I can't control. But I can say I'm going to record a podcast about this. And I'm going to do the best job at it I can, or I'm going to work on this aspect of podcasting, or I'm going to work on this aspect of my writing. I'm going to deal with the things that are within my control, not the things that are not within my control, such as how many people actually want to listen to me run my mouth. It's kind of incredible. <laughs>
take a moment and think about how much you worry over stuff you have no control over. Will your idea be great? Will this be awesome? What will happen over here? How successful will I be? And just realize, just take that thought. Think about all that stuff, right? If you worry about it, just take a moment and think about it all. And then realize there's not a damn thing you can do about that. Except do work the best that you're capable of and frankly hope for the best. I know someone thinks it sounds nihilistic. A couple of people I know think that sounds nihilistic. But it's real. And actually, it's incredibly hopeful to let go of shit you just can't do anything about. So, yeah, stoicism. Uh, I've also returned full swing to, to writing my blog again, 100 Connections. I kind of talked about that a little last week. We're, uh, we're back into it. It's, it's weird, man. It's weird to do it and not do this every day. I used to write these blog posts every single day. It was just churn and churn and churn and churn and churn and meet and churn and go and go and go and go. And now I'm doing it like once a week. And I, I, I feel like, I mean, I feel like I'm massively overweight and hopping on a treadmill for 10 seconds and getting off and being like, I did it. Um, because there's that part of me that, and this is ego, right? This is my ego. My ego wants me to do it every day because when I do it every day, everyday writing of a blog is frankly fucking badass. If you can write every day of a blog, you're incredible. I've done it for a hundred days straight. It's a nightmare. Like I don't know how you keep up with it. Um, I mean, as a copywriter, I write a ton every single day, but, but, it's different. I see different stuff. I encounter different things, but to keep a consistent subject matter for a hundred days, every single day, whoo. And trust me when it gets repetitive, it's, it's really rough, but that's the deal, right? So, so I, I said I would do it again and I am, and I'm enjoying it. You know, we've changed some things up. We do it once a week. I don't ask people about their favorite dinosaur. Like I did in the first blog. I'm now very much focused on trying to figure out what their little nugget of wisdom that they can teach me is. And that's been really cool. Um, and, and overall I'm happy back on the project because it's just, it's me writing. It's just something I like to do. I talked to someone this week about it and they said, well, what's the plan to monetize? I said, I don't have a plan to monetize. Well, there's, there's gotta be a plan to monetize. Well, that's the difference between you and me. You're, you're a business owner and I'm a writer. I just write, you know, like money will come. At least that's my opinion on it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I should worry more about monetizing. I don't know. I just never was happy thinking about monetizing shit. Okay. I was never happy figuring out how I could charge people for writing. Like I didn't, I, I want to do it. I want to write. I want to tell the stories and then we'll see that. I, I probably need a manager, an agent or something. Uh, Cause otherwise I'd just be happy putting words on the paper all day. So uh, in, in the probably unlikely event that I ever become a huge, amazing novelist, um, rest assured, I'll get a fucking agent because I hate the idea of like trying to sell my shit. I do. And, and I never wanted to monetize this project anyway, so I'm not going to. But it's just neat and interesting to me to find out how many people who hear me, oh, you went back to a project. How will you monetize it? I won't. And then there's this silent shock throughout the room as I explain that I'm not going to monetize something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm just doing it to do the shit. Like I really am. I'm just doing it to get stuff done. 
Um, and because I love it and because I want to and because I have to. Like, if it had a, mo- a money idea behind it, then I think it would be cheaper in my mind. I don't know. Again, if you don't like it, throw it out. What the hell do I know? You know, that's, that's the other thing I guess I'm going to touch on now because, like, look, I get it, man. Like, I don't talk politics a lot, and I'm not about to start here. I'll, I'll leave it to say that I'm not super happy with the political situation in America, but I also understand that, like, who the fuck am I that my political opinion – I mean, look, I have a vote and I get a citizenry, and trust me, in November, every time we have an election, I use that. I do cast my vote. I think it's important. I served in the military for 13 years. I think voting is an important thing, but I don't go blasting my political opinion to every human being on planet Earth. One, because it's a waste of my time. I would literally lose my shit every five minutes. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I have that that ego that'll obsess on stuff. If I tell you something and you disagree with me, then I'm I'm like, oh, I'm going to crush this son of a bitch. I'm going to prove to them that I'm right. I got it. Like, I, I do. I have this flawed ego. I know it's it's funny for me to record this because so many people I think that only met me through the 100 Connections blog are like, oh, he's enlightened and he knows so much. No, I have an ego that's like a velociraptor. Like, it's not big. It's not the size of Cleveland, but it's strategic, right? It's like that scene in the movie Jurassic Park when they're running through the jungle and all of a sudden, in, you know, there's the one raptor from the side and there's the one in front. No, oh God, now I'm getting killed because clever girl. That's my ego. Like, it, it, I think I've got it under control. And then somebody throws out something that's not even a barb. It's literally just a statement like, well, you know, Matt, what you're wrong about. Mother effer. I know I held back the swear. Are you proud of me? Are you, did you just say I was wrong? Oh, oh, now you will die. I mean, that's really what it gets to. Like, my ego obsesses over stupid shit. It does. It's it's why I'm studying stoicism, to get my ego out of my shit a little bit. Because it'll kill you if you're an artist. It'll kill you if you're creative. Like, your ego will destroy it. Your ego will destroy almost any endeavor if you let it. I'm not going to lie to you. Being confident is fine, but oh man, your ego, like mine, mine desires dominance, okay? My ego is like some weird primordial thing that must be better than everyone and prove the whole world wrong. It's a scary, scary monster. And and it comes out of my depression, which tells me that I suck. So it's a nice little duality. It's a yin-yang inside of my psyche. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it is, right? Like I don't, I don't talk about it. It doesn't mean I don't care. Believe me, I care. It just means I don't think that I'm that important. And, and so the same thing, by the way, with this podcast, right? If I say something that upsets you or offends you, okay. I, I can't help it. Look, I long ago accepted that out of the billions of people on earth, most of you aren't going to like me. I'm okay with it. Uh, and so if you don't like what I said, fine, don't listen. If you like what I said, great. But but in either case, whether you love what I said or you hate what I said, let me remind you, who the hell am I that you should be listening with that kind of intensity, right? Seriously. I'm not 
the world's greatest writer, or the world's wealthiest writer, or the world's preeminent writer. No one else listens to my shit like it, like it somehow alters their lives. So why are you? And here's a better question. Why then are we doing that with the president? Like, look, if we don't like the president, and I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm avoiding the political discussion as much as I can here before I turn this into a political podcast, which is definitely shit I don't want to do. Other people do that way better than I ever will. Then go vote. Or, or, or support someone else or everything. But damn, like, why the hell would you think that anyone would care that much about your political opinion? And, and who the hell is that fucker to really influence your thoughts anyway that much? I get it. It sucks. And the world can be terrible. I, I, again, I'm going to chime the veteran bell again. Military, 13 years. The world sucks in ways you never even fathomed. So I get it. Vote him out. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm in your team. It's great. But I, I just, I have other shit that I have to get done in my day. I'm not running against him. To be fair, you'd probably rather have him than me. Trust me. So like, I just don't worry about it. I know it's weird. Hmm. What are you going to do? So let's see. Stoicism, doing stuff, who am I? Oh, that's a pretty good lineup, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just a week. It's another week of getting the work done, right? For, for you and for me both. Like, it's another week for each of us to get the work done. You have stuff to do. I have stuff to do. We just have to do it. And I mean, it's not, it's not all that's about, like, trust me, if all you're doing is working, then I kind of feel for you because you, you got your priorities screwed up. But I mean, you know, you do what you want to do, put the work in and you're good. Don't. And that's what happens. I, I used to get obsessed on all this little shit and I, I just, I'm trying not to anymore. I just want to do the work. I mean, ultimately, that's the secret, right? We call this confessions of a working writer. It's about me working and the random shit that comes across my head while I'm doing it. But I'm working. You know, one word in front of the other, one book on the shelf at a time. I'm working. Keep cranking at the novel. Keep working. Keep doing the thing, you know? Because you got to fall in love with the work, right? You got to love your walk down the sidewalk. If you don't love your walk down the sidewalk, then I promise you, your ride in the limo is fucking empty. So, fall in love with work. I, I honestly, I've almost fallen in love with work more than almost anything else, like aside from maybe time with friends and my girlfriend, but like, I, I get invites to coffee meetings and I'm like, oh, when the hell do I schedule this? Because I, I want to work. I want to write. I want to drive things forward. And, and, you know, I don't know how much theory I want to banter back and forth anymore. I, I'm not sure how much of that I need anymore, at least at this phase. You know, and in six months, I'll probably need a lot of that. But right now, I don't know. So that's it for this week. You heard my confessions, stuff on my head. Thanks for listening. Get out there and do the work.
Hit the sidewalk. Look at some dirt. Start appreciating that. I'm Matt Hampton. This is Confessions of a Working Writer. I'll see you next time.